Hey guys, you found the bonus episodes of the Shape Your Family podcast. Thanks for being true fans. These episodes were originally Facebook Live videos. So with that said, let's get started. Welcome to the Shape Your Family podcast. I'm Skip. And I'm Beth. We believe that you can live an amazing family life by intentionally developing love and connection in your home. We're a real family. And after four kids and over 20 years of marriage, we've learned some real solutions. We'd love to share with you everything we've cultivated along the way. We're glad you've joined us today. Welcome Welcome to to the the family. family. Hello. Hey, hey, we are live. Hi, everyone. I am starting this stopwatch so we can honor your guys' time. The countdown is on. The count up, really. Count up. Countdown's over because we started. Like three, two, one. Live. 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 Live on Wednesday night. I'm wearing my Honaka'a t-shirt. Living Aloha. Living Aloha. This is the island, Big Island, Hawaii, where we lived. And that shaka symbol right there is where Honaka'a was. We lived right in the top north. Good times. We had a good, good, good time out there, didn't we? We did have a great time out there. It was glorious. Hi, Karen. Welcome, Wednesday night viewer. (laughs) (laughs) So... It was a really big change for us to move out there. We went out for a year, and then before we came back to Florida and, and learned tons and tons about ourselves and had a blast doing it, didn't we? Yes. We will talk about change tonight. And what? moving across the world was a big change for us. Huge for change. Sure. So we'll get moving across that. the world with four kids. Yes. When we lived in Hawaii, this is crazy because we're from Florida. So when we lived in Hawaii, we were literally closer to Japan than we were to Florida. I don't think people realize how far away Hawaii is, unless you've been there, then you know, because that flight is very long. And what else was really funny was that the people in Hawaii were freaked out about the people in Florida. They're like, man, you guys swim in the ocean in Florida? There's so many sharks there. And we laughed and said, well, that's what we thought about you guys, too. We thought everybody in Hawaii would be scared to swim in the water because of the sharks. The water in Hawaii was amazing. So everybody apparently thinks it's more dangerous somewhere else you're used to your own waters yeah although the east coast of florida lives up to its reputation yeah there's lots of sharks there really funny story about not being used to your waters you want to hear it do we have time yes okay when we were in costa rica like am i am i bragstagramming right now like yes. tell everybody where we're just live? doing a rundown of Sorry. everywhere you've lived <laughs> it's not, it's not florida, my intention. Hawaii, costa rica. <laughs> everywhere tropical nowhere where it snows well i guess it did snow in hawaii right we have a picture to prove it yes And we went up on the mountaintop. But anyway, when we were in Costa Rica, my brother Dan and his wife came down. They were uh, freshly married a couple months, right? And um, and so we went and did some of the tourist things with them. And one one of the trips, it was just me and Sophia. And we went to a volcano. And it was a dormant volcano. been dormant for a thousand years or something. And the crater in the top had turned into a lake. But there was also rainforest and stuff all around. There was trees growing out of the side of the crater, you know. And... So it was like a climb up a mountain, forested mountain, and then you kind of climb down into this crater, and you couldn't hardly tell the volcano until you get down in there. It was pretty wild. But the, it was a lake. So Skip's telling me the story, too, because I didn't go. So <laughs> Yes. I mean, she's heard the story before. Yeah. She's heard all my stories. Yeah, multiple times. Although Except for anyone, what happened at work today, because I haven't had time to tell her yet. <laughs> anyone who's been friends with Skip for more than five minutes has heard the stories repeated multiple times. So Unbelievable. 
Hi, Mom. My so, mom's heard your stories a lot of times. Hey, too. Mom. <laughs> so anyway, we get up to the top of this volcano, and we were, you know, ankle deep in the water, and like we didn't know anything. Like we didn't, like we know, like there's all kinds of poisonous snakes, and yeah, we didn't do any research. Crocodiles about this and frogs. There was literally volcanic fro frogs lake. that could kill you in Costa Rica. Little tiny tree frogs. It's yeah. crazy, right? Yeah, so we get up there crazy. and we see some of these frogs and different things as we're going up and really colorful. I didn't want to touch them because I didn't know which ones are which. Apparently the poisonous ones look very similar to the not poisonous ones. Don't touch any of them. So that was kind of boring. But um, we get up there, me and my brother Dan are standing in like knee deep water and Sophia was six and and she climbed up and she was standing right behind me and I was like, I wonder if there's anything in this lake that could like eat us. Like I didn't know, like... I didn't think a crocodile would be in there because, like, why would a crocodile hike three hours up a volcano just to get into a lake? That <laughs> Can you didn't imagine know their little gator legs? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. But you know, I didn't know if there's snakes or some kind of piranha or something in there. Who knows, right? So, yeah, like, a bird picked a piranha up from a river and then flew it up the thing, dropped it in the crater lake. Maybe some crazy Costa Rican wanted to breed piranhas up there and he knew nobody would mess with them. I don't know. <laughs> So, <laughs> there were fish in there. I, I mean, we saw like, some fish and frogs. Sci-fi movie. So anyway, um, Sophia comes up behind me at six years old, the daughter of mine that she is, and she tries to push me into the water. And so I grabbed her and I heaved her as far as I could. It must have been like eight or ten feet out into the water. She hits the water because splash goes underwater, comes swimming back, her hair is in her face, everything else. And me and my brother looked at each other and we're like, guess there's nothing in here that'll eat you. We can swim away. <laughs> And so we swam for a couple hours. It's really funny. And Sophia loved every minute of she it. She did for love it. She tells a story. Many children would not have loved that. She is my daughter. Sophia, yeah. So, mini, your mini me. My mini me. She's your daughter too, but she's my mini me. She's literally my daughter. Literally yes. your daughter. I remember. Literally my daughter. I remember that. You remember that? I remember that. You were there? Hard work. Yeah. <laughs> to birth her. <laughs> so anyway, that was kind of a funny, funny story about... Uh, waters that you don't know about i think i've begun on that subject i'm on a rabbit trail now anyway all right all right you ready to do a topic surprise topics. surprise me you're my surprising first this week yeah i can't talk i just ate a big dinner and i just got home from work showered real fast ate real fast and now i'm like all like full belly tired i'm like oh, i need that <laughs> <laughs> that's your excuse <laughs> That's really cute. Like, My mom says throwing Sophia into the water without knowing what's going on, not funny. Yeah, but then she did LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's funny or is it laughing out loud? I'm not sure. There's the rub. <laughs> Anything with Skip, we gotta really spell it out. Know what I mean is not cool, Bob. Anyway, secret topic or surprise topic. Surprise it's not really a me. Secret. I'm surprising you with a topic. Oh, you surprised me. My surprise topic today is passwords uh. <laughs> <laughs> and how much I hate passwords oh my gosh so how much I hate you dealing with passwords let's talk about that yes part. let's talk about that part in a minute <laughs> so when it comes to passwords I know like everybody's gonna be like uh. screaming I have literally had people scream at me over this I have had the same password for seven years seven eight years maybe longer who knows <laughs> Forever. 
for everything that I'm on, all 50 jillion sites that you go on that need a password, same password. And it wasn't all that secure. It was pretty secure. It was ish, secure-ish. Had, had a capital. Yeah, it had some Had a digits. symbol, had some numbers. It wasn't password or anything like that, but it was, It was pretty you know, secure. It was secure -ish. Regardless. Yeah. Had the same one, and I'm gonna tell myself a little bit. I got duped online, <laughs> put some of my information into a site, and I was like trying to be cool and surprise Beth with something. And then I go back to the site because it said, hey, wait for an email and we'll get back with you. And I go and I didn't get the email for like, uh, you know, 30 minutes or something it probably was. And so I go back to where I was logging on to this site and it said, do not log on to this site. It's a dangerous site. They're trying to get your information. And I was like, oh, shnikes. We were watching TV and Skip literally started freaking out. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, hurry up. Turn on the light. A, we have to change all our passwords it was, really fast. It was fast. like a thing through Twitter, right? Oh it looked like gosh. just like Twitter, blah, blah, blah. So put your information in here, you know, for business verification because I'm in business, blah, blah, blah. Then we'll know it's you, blah, blah, blah. So I did all that and then I go back and Twitter's like, this was not a real site. We've taken it down. You've been scammed. And I'm like, Oh, crud. Warning, warning. You messed up big So, time. being that, I had the same password for everything. Every site. Every social media, every bank account I've ever had, every what It doesn't matter. My PIN number for my debit card is the same as it was when I was 17 or 18 years old whenever I got a bank account. Same PIN to this day. So Super secure. Karen is trying to decode your password. She said, does it have a 57 in it? It does not. <laughs> Did not have a 57 in it. My new one might. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> See what I have to deal with? So, <laughs> the least secure person. So my all my things, like I, we literally, me and Beth literally went for like an hour furiously through all of my stuff, changing this stuff as fast as I could before they like started jacking my bank accounts and stuff. And you were like trying to come up with a new password, which was difficult. Like you're already stressed because right. your stuff got right. hacked. And then you're like, oh, I have to come up with something. So here's secure. the part I hate about passwords. <laughs> All right. You go to one site and they're like, put this in and needs a symbol and a number. And you're like, oh, cool. Symbol and a number. That was easy. And some letters and whatever you want to say. Like my wife is hot dash 57, 57, 11 or whatever you want to put. Right. So I, I do that. And then I go to the next one trying to keep it the same on all 90 of my things that I have a password on, and the next one doesn't let you use that symbol. So you have to put a different symbol in, right? It put literally tells in. you not to use the same password that you used on another site. Blah, but blah, you didn't blah, follow blah, blah, the blah. rules, you didn't read the directions rules. and follow the rules. So rules you... are for fools, look at me! <laughs> You're not happy Gilmore. So, so anyway, you go to that one, you gotta do something different that's slightly the same, but a little bit different. And then you go to the, like, I have like seven passwords now. I have trouble remembering one password. Seven passwords. And so this no, morning. No, no, no. He doesn't have seven passwords. He yells for me across the <laughs> house to try to remember his seven passwords. She Instead of being a grown her up. her password in this really encrypted safe thing called her notepad on her iPhone. <laughs> Now everybody's gonna find now, it. If anybody steals her phone, you'll have all my passwords again. And there might be a 57 in it. <laughs> I think you guys should comment below and tell Skip to be a grown-up who can just remember his passwords. Are you kidding me? I, I know one phone or two phone numbers. That's it. My phone number and her phone number. 
every other phone number I don't know anymore because I don't have to know them. So since we had Skip get hacked a month ago and reveal all of his passwords to everybody in, I don't know, Turkmenistan or wherever Turkmenistan. it was, I don't know. <laughs> well, since then, we've started to get advice from other people about what to do about I'll how tell. to keep our passwords secure. <laughs> so the main advice was... Use an app that will keep all of our passwords. <laughs> we did get other advice. We're going to keep it on the down low. Private message us for that information. Private message us for that information. We will not put it online so you guys can hack my stuff again. <laughs> if you have any security tips for Skip, put them in the comments. So this below. morning I was trying to get on one of my, uh, my, business organization site that I, I pay for and I had and just opened my eyes a few she minutes just opened her eyes, and but all my skipped, passwords are in her phone already <laughs> freaking out I don't remember my I password I was not freaking out I have to hurry up I was and like, do work before hey work. babe I need to send this email before I go to work what's the password for this site she's like I don't know I just that, wait a minute stop is that what I look like yeah oh really it's more like this Oh, really? Oh, that's what I look like. I don't know your passwords anymore. Oh, good to know. <laughs> Appreciate that flattering description. So, anyway. And then she's like, I just woke up. And I'm like, oh, I need the password. She's like, comes over, puts her phone down. There's all the passwords listed off. Skip drinks a cup of coffee every morning when he wakes up. And he serves me a steaming hot cup of stress every day when I wake I up. Totally. Where's fake. my passwords? Stress cup. I'm like, hey, babe, how are you doing this morning? She's like, I just woke up. I'm so stressed. I can't believe you just said, hey, babe, how am I doing? How would I know how I'm doing? I just woke up. <laughs> oh, nice. You nice. are hitting it I'm out of the fire park. tonight. <laughs> yeah, you're right. on fire. You know, like I'll that stop before blazing forest fire blazing in, forest in forest South Florida There's right now. There's fire in South Florida right now. That is not funny. Four, over 4,000 acres. We will not laugh about that. Anyway, what's your surprise topic? I'm going to bail before I say too much. <laughs> you already did that. Um, surprise topic is making it up on the fly here. Your your surprise topic is how we make stuff up on the fly or you're going to make something up on the fly? It can be. I was going to make something up on the fly. Oh, go I for it. come up with anything. <laughs> it's a really slow burn. <laughs> um, I... What are you doing now? <laughs> I'm being a slow bird. You're making it up on the fly. Slowly. Oh my gosh. Everybody give Skip a thumbs down. Can you give him an angry face for that joke? Is it thumbs That up? was so lame. Thumbs down. Give him an angry face for that joke. Okay. I think we should talk about how you mispronounce words all the time. Dude. <laughs> that's an easy topic. Like the word cache. Why does your family... Say cash instead classic. of the word cash. Or should I say classic? classic. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Skip's family <laughs> mispronounces words. My uncle, who I know is not watching this because he's a hermit and lives <laughs> in a cabin in West Virginia. <laughs> so I can talk as much about him as I want. <laughs> no. Everybody in West Virginia is going to tell him. They're going to get on the like. Nobody in West Virginia. <laughs> you know, like on tell the my uncle Mike Jed Clampett family, like yes. the granny had the thing coming out. So they're going to yell through those little things and. West whole all West Virginia is gonna know so what you're saying. So my uncle Mike would would Say lecture his name us. Right. My uncle Mac. Uncle Mac. And he's from West Virginia. West Virginia. So anyway, West he would say stuff like cash and that's classic and stuff like that. So as children, we used to make fun of him a little bit or a lot bit. 
and we would say try to talk like him and then like some of my cousins and stuff picked it up and so like a bunch of us say stuff like that it's really funny i thought you were just talking about words that i really can't say correctly like pillow pillow the word you... pillow 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 yeah pillow I'm going to lay my head in a pillow like Beth. No, I wasn't going to throw you under the bus and for like, words that you're like legitimately cinnamon. trying. Like I could say. say if I try to say it, but when I'm saying it really fast, I usually end up saying cinnamon. cinnamon. True story. Skip actually used cumin instead of cinnamon on his cinnamon toast one time. That yeah, was disgusting. He just grabbed any spice from the spice jar that I didn't just started grab any. with a C and it ended with an The bottles N. were exactly the same. Yes. <laughs> when I glanced at it. It starts with a C right. and ends with an N. Yeah, that's true. It did. And I used it in <laughs> did the first bite. It did not taste the same. terrible. <laughs> and then you made Jonah. I mean, you offered it to Jonah as if it was good food. Yeah. That was in North Carolina. That was fun. Yeah. Me and Jonah went on a work trip together. To do a little remodel job in North Carolina. Boone, North Carolina. It was a good time. Boys trip. Boys trip. My dad came too. It was a lot of fun. So anyway, a lot of those words I say. What was the other one? Vehemently? Did I just say it right? Vehemently? I never say that word right either when I'm talking. The fact that you know that word's excellent. Sandwich. Oh. I always say sandwich different. I mix up two words all the time. Oh, subscription and prescription. I say those backwards. I say I need a prescription for a magazine or a subscription for medicine. So Skip has started to become more literate as the years have gone on. Me. <laughs> Skip hearts books now. I do read a lot now. Or a lot more than I did. I mean, I wouldn't say a lot. But so now you know the words. I do know the words. The more I read, the more... Wait, what, how's that commercial go? The, the more you know. Oh, the more you know. So there you have it. I say quite a few words wrong. Some of them on purpose, some of them not. Yes. And all of it bugs me. Every all single time you use the words incorrectly. Yeah. But I still love you anyway. Worse than getting words wrong is grammar. Because I'm yeah. getting better at that, but another, I don't even care enough to Another care topic enough. for another, another night. Hey, surprise me next week with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just think we can't uh, even... We can't even. Can't even. All right. Topic accomplished. Topic accomplished. Big check mark in the sky for that one. All right. Hook us up. With hook us some, up. You hook us up. What are we hooking us up with? With some topic. Main topic. The main topic. Yeah. We're going to go to the main topic. <laughs> we have found... <laughs> Why is that funny? Because it's such a smooth transition. I just... I brought it. I you brought, brought that, it. I brought that smooth Bring transition. It. Powerhouse style. Yep. Bam. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, main topic tonight is change. Yes. Right? And we're not talking about the jingly kind in your pocket either. Nobody has jingly stuff in their pockets anymore. Nobody? Really. I don't know. Who uses money anymore? Do you Everybody. use money? Raise your hand. Give I, us a... I like if you use I had money. Jingly changed my pocket a couple of days ago. Mm. I, I emptied all over in that cup. We have been going to the the yard sales. Yard yeah, sales. Yeah, you get changed for yard, yard sales. Yard sales. You get a book for fifty cents. They're like, got to hey, keep those coins and jingling. This knickknacks a quarter, and I'm like, I'll give you a nickel for it. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's rude, though. I don't even think that's nice yard sale etiquette. It's not. No. no. It's not to the quarter. Just give the people the quarter. You do not need to talk them down from a quarter, right? Right. 
Should I tell that story about my friend? I don't like my, talking down in general. And his yard sale escapade. I don't know what story you're talking about, but I'm scared. All right, we I won't think, do that. I think we we'll should save that on. for a different time. We'll move on. So we're talking about change tonight and how um, it seems to be uh, a season of change. Yeah. We've, we've seen a lot in our own life, uh, our own lives of change when it comes to you know, things going on in our personal lives, our home lives, our church lives, our friend lives, and all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah, we know multiple people that have moved across the country recently, people that have moved um, to California from Florida and, and to country. North Carolina. We know people yeah. that have made some really big moves yeah. geographically and then also like people getting new jobs and stuff. So I think that there's just a lot going on change-wise in our you know, jobs and locations. But I think it's a lot more than that. I think that we're having a lot of opportunities for brand new things to be happening and so that's what we want to encourage you yeah. guys tonight we want to just take a few minutes and talk about that oh i also want to talk about um the new movie the shack so oh, sweet. we can do that now or in a few minutes mm -hmm. you tell me <laughs> we'll just break in here real fast and tell you that um our, our little journey with the shack and so uh, we just wanted to um, tell you The Shack is a book, and then it, the movie just came out last weekend, and we did go and see it. And so um, we wanted to let you know that um, if you're interested in seeing it, if it's already something that's piqued your interest, we wanted to encourage you to go ahead and do that. So, you know, if it's not something that had crossed your path and you're not interested, you know, we're not forcing you or anything like that. I'm forcing you. Yeah, scripture to no. force you. But, um, when the book came out, I think that, I mean, you can tell your story, but, you know, Skip was open to reading it and interested, and so he read it and enjoyed it, and um, it's kind of a theologically mind-bending experience as far as just, you know, straight, regular um, Christianity goes, yeah. and so the idea of the shack it kind of takes you on a journey of experience with God. And so it's really different. And if you are not used to that kind of thought process or that kind of experiential um, version with God, then, you know, it can be a little challenging. So for me, I was, um, I'm the, you know, kind of straight, you know, follow the rules, it's black or white kind of person. Letter of the law, spirit of the law. And so for me, when the book came out, I was just, um, I couldn't get my mind around it. You know, like it was just too far out of my box of traditionalism and stuff. Yeah. And so it's not something that I was like, ooh, this is my favorite ever when I first read it. But Skip enjoyed it so much that I was able to kind of honor that and go, okay, you know, I know that Skip loves God and, you know, he was able to experience God when he read this book. And so that's great for him. And so I just kind of read it and I was like, you know, I just can't even with this. And so set it aside. So then a couple years later, you went to a conference. So yeah, well, I read the story. book, and, yeah. and honestly, when you read the book, a, a huge part of the controversy of this movie is the fact that they've casted 
or in the book and the movies, they that they they make the Trinity is the main character of the movie. So they have God as a black woman. Mm-hmm. They have Jesus as a a man, a carpenter, mm-hmm. and then they have like Middle Eastern, Middle Eastern looking man, and they have Holy Spirit as Asian woman, an Asian woman in the movie. But the, the book describes it a little bit differently, like unhuman, like <clears throat> and sparkly or whatever. So that was a huge part of the controversy. But if you read the book and and or see and or see the movie, it kind of explains through that process why it happened that way, and it it really is a basis of god meeting us where we need to be met right so and, don't give away too many spoilers or anything like that but, but skip went to a conference and then i went to a conference a couple years after i read the book mm-hmm. and the guy that wrote the book william young was the, one of the speakers there the keynote speaker uh out in california and he explained why he wrote it the way he did and so he kind of gave his personal story correct. he gave his backstory about you know why he wrote it but it was also like the fact that you know his traumatic childhood and stuff and Mm -hmm. how god was able to meet him in the midst of all of the terrible things that he went through and um the characters in there were sort of versions of how god had met him and so it really brought it down and made it more understandable for me to hear Skip relay that story to me was for me to go, oh, okay, you know, I can I can kind of get my head yeah. around that, and that makes a little bit more sense. So now here we are, <clears throat> years and years later, yeah, they years finally later, yeah. got the movie out. Movie was really well done. We really enjoyed it. it like was. it was visually appealing and everything. And so um, we watch it. Was really well. Yeah, done really it was well. good. The movie. story was really good story. There's a couple of little slight differences that you wouldn't even notice hardly. Yeah, I really enjoyed the whole movie of the shack. And then um, I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, "Oh, I get this." You know, like I think that you know maybe it was because it was presented in pictures rather than. You know, maybe I just couldn't understand some of the thoughts from the book originally, but I think more so that God has brought us on our own journey in the last seven years, and I'm not the same person (laughs) that I was at the time. So I um, I do think that there's a lot of room for you to have a really cool experience if you go see The Shack or when it comes out, rent it or whatever. I do think that um, if you are open to an experience with God. God can meet you in the midst of it just like he does in the characters in the shack. Right. So, And if you go into it understanding like this movie is not trying to be perfect theology. No. It's just one artist's interpretation. Correct. Like every single time we watch anything with my kids. It's like Narnia or something. Right. It's know? like okay this it's is what this of, artist right. thinks of this. You know. This is what this picture this is not what the person actually looks like it's just right. how they drew it and so the same thing with the movie with the book right. you know, it's just this artist interpretation of what god is like but it's pretty cool and be prepared to cry your eyes out so mm. bring like 18 boxes of tissues oh show because <laughs> i almost cried a couple times and then there's one part and i'm not going to give it any any uh spoiler alerts here but I seriously almost ugly cried. I mean, like, <laughs> ugly cried. Like, the only reason I didn't ugly cry is because there was a stranger sitting next to us. Yeah, it's kind uh, of weird, like, to go through such a, like, a experience where you're bawling your eyes out right next to somebody you don't very, know. very, very emotionally moving movie. So, there's, it's, it's a really well done movie. <laughs> so, 
I recommend going to see it. It's... Since they can't be in the movie with you watching it, can you just show a version of what your ugly cry would look like? Not aloud. I don't want to hear. <laughs> That's what your ugly cry looks like. <laughs> that was awesome. Thanks uh, for sharing. You're welcome. It would have been uglier than that in real life. <laughs> no, that was beautiful, honey. You're awesome. gorgeous. Is it beautiful or ugly? You is a beautiful, ugly cry. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> you can't make so, ugly. Back to You're our so main handsome. topic since we got sidetracked with the movie The Shack. Okay, we're bringing it back in. Bringing her back in. Because I just think that that movie is part of a process of, you know, there's change in the earth. And so one of the things that there's an opportunity to change is a perspective of what God is like. So I think that the idea of angry, separate God is going away. I think that, you know, the idea of God is close and meeting you right where you're at is what God wants to show yeah. people on earth. And that's what the movie, The Shack was, in my opinion, just revealing more of the desire for God to be close with yeah. you. We should totally be movie critics. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> Meet you right where you're at. I don't think I could handle most movies. I just want to completely escape from like If we had a reality. job where we just watch movies and then talk about it, like, it'd be <laughs> awesome. Another job. Skip tries to make me have like 10 new jobs a day. He's constantly creating a new you're job. lucky it's only oh, 10. We could do this. <laughs> what if we do this? Okay, so... Let us talk about the change that's happening on the earth. So many good things. Yeah. I think that um, there are signs. If I, I think that if you're really looking, you can see that there are signs for when it's time to change. So, like, you, I'm sure you know people that have, you know, like, I really don't like my job. I'm so miserable there for, like, two years. And then they finally get fired. You know, and it's just one of those things where, okay, well, all the indications were there. <laughs> you were really miserable, and this is not working out very well. Yeah. You're losing favor with your bosses, and you don't have a desire in your heart to be there and stuff. Those are some signs to go, hey, something's changing. And so, you know, that's the kind of thing you start processing and go, okay, well, God, am I supposed to still be in this situation is this you know this doesn't seem like it's working out or I'm not happy there you know is this an opportunity for change so some things are as subtle as that just kind of you yeah. know feeling change and then some things are more overt you'll see change in you get a new boss at work or um, you move somewhere that's a, a change like sometimes you can see there's a real overt change in life Sometimes uh, you have a new baby, you start a new business, all these kinds of things are, you know, real overt changes you can really know. But sometimes things are more subtle and that's yeah. the kind of thing that we're, you know, telling you maybe keep a lookout for because there are a lot of things happening in the world right now and, you know, you have the opportunity for uh, some of your most special and um, dreams that you've held out for for a long time. Yeah. So it, it, I believe that a time of answered prayers is happening now. So go ahead and dive in with, you know, what this is that's been in your heart and um, start taking the first steps forward because it is a time of change. And I do believe that 
the things that we're starting and the pe the things that people are doing are prospering. That it's and, a time of prospering. So here, and here's the thing, and I've I've said this for years. So I, maybe I should copyright it or something because it's pretty awesome. Or maybe it's not. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't believe in coincidences. I think coincidences are small, subtle signs of God trying to uh, get our attention. So as we begin to see coincidences, sometimes that perks my antenna up to kind of, uh, okay, what well, this just happened like this, and it's very similar to this, or these things are you know exactly alike, or whatever. What a coincidence! Instead of saying what a coincidence, I say what are you doing, God? Yeah, like uh, just a couple months ago, you had a couple days in a row customers with the exact same name like yeah. it, you had like i don't know diana or it was something like that kathy kathy you had kathy's like multiple days in a row three that was right. so then we're like okay well then you know we start to go well, what does this mean and so we question coincidences we've started to learn yeah. to go okay this might be a sign or, or something and we've seen really neat things happen inside of that we've seen um, you know, people, uh, a lot of times people like they, they, you know, people think I'm crazy because I say, you know, <laughs> God said, you know, or God spoke to me and said, and I know that those things are kind of big, right? But a lot of times as Christians, people will pray and they'll know they're supposed to marry this person, right? But they wouldn't, they, they don't have the same terminology as saying, God said that I'm supposed to marry this person. And then God tells this person, you're supposed to marry that person. They just said, we were praying and we felt like we were supposed to, right? So I feel like... Yeah, I used to think I didn't hear God until I realized he could talk in more ways than just yelling from right. heaven. So I, I feel like that, you know, it's almost like God thinks to us. I believe when our spirit gets connected with his spirit, then all of a sudden there's this, like... uh vibration or, or whatever and all of a sudden your spirit knows like your your flesh and your soul your emotions everything they calm down and your spirit knows this is right and this is good so you know when it comes to coincidences or even in nature like for me a lot of times God will speak to me through nature um, yeah and I was thinking about that today because uh, you know we were thinking about this and God does you know, show Skip a lot of things in nature because he's kind of aware of it already. Like he knows about different kinds of birds or different kinds of plants or whatever. And so he's aware of those signs. I mean, it's nature in general, maybe not plants, yeah. but I do see details. I mean, that is one thing about like, oh, yeah, we walk into a restaurant or something, I'll see a detail up on the wall of how they hung the letters, wooden letters of their restaurant name and one of them is out of place or something. So for me, I would think that, you know, I don't hear through nature as much. I mean, I love the beauty and the majesty of nature, like that part, yes. But to actually know this kind of bird doesn't normally do that. So that's why this is, you know, something interesting. Like I don't really know that kind of stuff, but I will be reading a book and a passage will jump out at me or I'll yeah. be talking to my kids and I'll go, you know, and that's why you have to be kind, you know, and then I'm realize, oh, I'm talking to myself, you know, like, so there's a lot of times where things just jump out with me a lot of times through words more so than like the actions of animals or yeah. something like that. So whatever it is for you, it would be important for you to kind of have a gauge of what, what is normal for you or the times when your heart kind of jumps and feels alive or you know if you say something to someone 
and they go, wow, that's just what I needed at the time, yeah. then however you heard that is God, yeah. you know? So it doesn't have to be all like, you know? So just be aware of signs. There are signs everywhere. If, if your waiter or waitress at the restaurant says something out of ordinary in conversation, like you guys have ordered your food or whatever, and you come back and you've talked to it a little bit, and all of a sudden your, you know, your waiter says something like, you know, whatever, something completely out of ordinary for that conversation, take take attention to that, you know, pay attention to that, because that could be a sign, you know, like there's different signs, I think, that if we're really uh, uh, tuning the, the fork of, of our, our spirit, then you'll begin to see some of those things, and, you know, and I know, like, a lot of times that gets goofy or silly or weird, and, you know, people can weird out on that, and that's fine. The, the, I don't think God is concerned about us going too far with no. him. You know, like having faith for too much. I don't really think that there's much proof in the Bible for, you know, him being upset with us and, going too far. Right. And then where I've really um, been able to come to terms with some of the weirdness is I just understand. Like if that person, if they're weird and you know they're just kind of, you know, silly or goofy or whatever... They're on their own journey. Like, I don't have to, like, correct them or call them out for being weird or anything like that. I just agree. Yeah, okay, God told you that? Great. You know, God saw, you know, you saw a, a squirrel with cheeks full of acorns right in front of you. So you think you're going to, you know, whatever. You know, I don't know what it is. But, okay, cool. Like, what? what's the point of arguing or thinking someone's weird? It might be you the weird. That's the weird one. They might be spot on. So... I just journey with people, and when I, once I realize I'm, I'm I'm on my own journey, and half the time I'm I'm I, I'm trying to figure my own journey out, then how in the world am I going to figure everybody else's out? Yeah, we don't need to judge. Right. <clears throat> so. So in the midst of all of that, you know, so just a reminder: don't wait. You're not a victim in life. You don't have to wait to get fired from a job or yeah. for somebody else to make all the decisions in your life for you. Be proactive by recognizing the signs. There's more than just signs in the weather. You know, people can look out and know when it's going to rain. You, there's more signs than that. There's actually signs that can help guide us on our path with God and in life. And so be proactive by looking at those. It's Betty bedtime. Sorry. <laughs> so when you're doing that you can embark on a process of change. And so change is going to be something that, you know, can be scary and can be frustrating. So we just wanted to recognize that we understand that. We've, you know, probably undergone more change than anyone or at least as much as, lot, yeah. as most people. For sure. And so uh, we understand the frustrations that come along with it and we understand the the fear and how scary it is to make a change in life. So certainly not taking away from any of that, but just empowering you to know that it's okay. Like you can make a lot of changes and still come out on the other yeah. side and be more happy, you know, happier, more successful, you know, that, um, if you don't change anything, you're going to end up just this kind of basic life until somebody else makes the decision for you, yeah. you know, and sends you someplace and, you don't want to and go. And those emotions are real. Like when you're, when change is happening, you're nervous or you're a little bit scared, you're unsure. The, those are okay. They're, they're the right emotions. 
What, but the yeah. thing you have to remember is you have to choose how you're going to act and how you're going to respond inside of those emotions and inside of those changes. If you're going to freak out and stress ball on everybody all day and all night. And, Why um, is he looking at me about that? <laughs> so here's the deal. We've been making changes in our own lives in a lot of different areas. So one of them is to bring more structure and order into our home life. Because, you know, I don't like the results of what we currently have. Like, I've been too lax and, you know, everything's kind of too loosey-goosey. And so, I've realized that... Loosey-goosey. Loosey-goosey. I need us to have a little bit more structure to our days, to our homeschool, to yeah. um, the way that we are maintaining our household. And so, um, we are implementing some of those changes. And so, it's not... You know, like I, I want dramatic changes, so I want to be like, you know, hey, we're going to be these um, drill sergeants or something that are, you know, I want everything to be done in a day. So we're going to stick to it. You know, every single week we end up and I'm like, oh my gosh, our house is a wreck and I'm so tired. We have to make changes next week. But I kind of am more gentle and mild than that. And so we haven't seen these dramatic changes. So in the midst of that, I'm so frustrated, you know, because I know where I want to be, but I haven't made the complete implemental yeah. change to make that happen. And so I'm kind of in the middle here and it's just frustrating. I feel like kind of like a victim in our own household sometimes that our kids are running the show instead of me, you know, like I know what I need to be doing, but I'm not you know, requiring them, I'll say, go and do your chore. But then I have to go ahead and follow up and make sure that they actually did their chore or implement some kind of series of events that they're going to kick off because they didn't do that. You know, I don't have to be a jerk about it, which I've come to terms with. Like I can be firm and still be loving, which was the main thing. Like I thought it was either or for a long time. And so now here we are. And I realize I can be firm and loving, but I do have to, the firm part is new muscles for me. So the change that we're making in our home life is, is me, I have to build new muscles in order to maintain the level of discipline. And by discipline, I mean just order in our days or, you know, we eat a meal and then we jump up and do the dishes within 10 minutes of it, of it being eaten or, you know, whatever. So <clears throat> anyway, Skip's been dealing with the fallout of my frustration. So that's why I'm laughing that he's kind of oh elbowing me here because yesterday Skip got home from work and I was like, take me to Dairy Queen right now. <laughs> so <laughs> one, one bad way to deal with your frustration is to go and buy a blizzard. Mm, that was good for me. Of deliciousness. Skip just bought himself a blizzard too yes, without being frustrated. And it was a delish salted caramel. Yum. So, yeah, it's definitely valid to feel frustrated in the midst of change, but that doesn't mean that we're giving up. You know, like I think that that is the bottom line is that in the midst of change, not only to be brave enough to make changes that you didn't know that you were brave enough to make, but also to be strong enough to go, I know that this is a good change for me and I'm not backing down from it. Yeah. And so to not, you know, wishy-wash and constantly be getting off the wall. If you know that something is good, then I really encourage you to go 
whole hog. You know, just go after oh, it. Oh, you're <laughs> go, go, back. go full bore. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's where we're at. We totally are, we're making changes in a lot of different areas, yeah. but that is the one for our home life. And, and to give like a real quick example to back up a little bit, when it talks about, when we're talking about coincidences and these things, changes happening and that kind of stuff, I really believe like if sometimes we have these, these things that happen inside of us, a dream or a vision or kind of an idea, you know, of a business or something like that. And we kind of toy with the idea, but we never pull the trigger. And then yeah. I feel like that can come back around. And a perfect example of that is, um, Beth has been nerding out and, uh, yard sailing and thrift storing cool and, and all get, the cool people nerd out and getting classic books and stuff from the thrift stores and yard sales for homeschooling. Right. So like she's wanted to get some of the unabridged classics, for the kids' home homeschooling curriculums and that kind of thing, and she's been coming home with you know t eight or ten, twenty books at a time, you know, once a week or so, and you know we've had to put more bookshelves up and stuff. No big deal. <laughs> but uh, we, I went yard selling with her this weekend, and we hit a couple good, pretty good uh, yard sales, and one of them we got some 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 decent books, and then. Uh, um, the last one we stopped at was a lady that was just selling everything and moving, like an older woman, and uh, and she had just stacks of books, maybe 150 books, right? And she's like, they're free, and we're like, free? And she's like, yeah, free, I just need them out of here. And so, you know, it was the end of the day, nobody else was there, and Beth's like, are you serious? And she's like, yep. So she just sat down, crisscross applesauce, and started going through them, and she's like, take them all, sort them at home. And and so we'd connected with the, this couple that was there, and and we were talking with them, and, and 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 talking about their travels and some of that stuff. And they're like, yeah, please, it will help us. We don't have to load them up. And we're like, seriously, okay. So we boxed up all their books, 150 something books, and then, you know, we'd had the earlier score, which was 20 books or something. 40, yeah. 40 books. First guy was selling books for a quarter, so we were all. 40 over books. That. So we ended up coming home with like 200 books, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, having said that, one of the things that we had talked about two years ago-ish was like starting like an online Amazon kind of store where we, you know, buy books cheap and sell them online, right? Or look for good books, good deals and sell them. We never did it. We toyed around with the idea of blah, blah, blah. Well, that was kind of that coincidence that came back around like, hey, like we have all these books. It's almost like we have a bookstore, a bookstore. Like now we're talking about it again. So we're like, let's scan a few of these books. We started scanning a few of the books and we found one that was a hundred bucks or something. It was worth a hundred bucks. We got it for a quarter. You know, we found a bunch of other books that were, you know, $20, $30, those kind of things. All those books, we spent 10 bucks on books. We got the whole other lot for free. So it's just this kind of coincidental, you know, thing that happened inside of connection with these people at this yard sale. Now, you know, we're going to be shipping books off to people. And it's just kind of a neat process. So that's the thing about change. You know, like we all want good things to happen in our life, but we have to realize that God partners with us. And so we are, um, there are seasons in life where everything's just brought to you and there are definitely, you know, crazy things that just happen that are complete miracles. And so not taking away from those. But as a process of maturity, there comes a point where God also says, hey, 
you know, I want you to be bold and to go out and do stuff and I'm going to be with you. So go yeah. ahead and do what's in your heart and I, I've got your back. I'm going to back you up no matter what you do, but you have to be brave and you have to move forward with it. And so um, that's where we are with that. You know, like yeah. we are interested in um, arbitrage and all these different things. And so we had to take the first step. And so that's right. where we are with that. But whatever it is that's in your heart that God is, you know, encouraging you to take your steps on go for it you know realize that when you are partnering with god that you've got an unstoppable team and that the answers to your prayers lie on the other side of your courage to take these steps forward into the things just that just put one step in front of the other here's your encouraging song for the week <laughs> that was beautiful that was terrible anyway sorry to interrupt go ahead Nope, that was it. <laughs> that We're going to end on that high line. note. <laughs> so, just put Literally. one foot in front of the other. Start making decisions for your best life. I think that's what it boils down to. Be attached or connected, I should say, to God. Be connected with His Spirit and be able to go to God and say, Look, this is what I desire. This is what I love. This is what I like. Beth loves classic books. She loves shopping and she loved treasure hunting for these books. So it was something she was enjoying anyway, and now we can find these great deals and we can make a little bit of money on it. Then it'll buy her, you know, get that money in from Amazon and it'll buy her the next week's books. Keep my book habit Keep going. Keep her book habit going, right. So she's like a, a drug dealer for books. <laughs> Basically. I can hook you up in a dark alley with some good books. <laughs> the dark alleys of Amazon.com. Awesome. So that's kind of where we're at. I just feel like there's an overall... Um, feeling of change in our lives and our country and all kinds of stuff and I'm not saying all of it's good and all of it's uh, or all of it's bad by any means but there's a lot of change happening right now it is in the air whether you're happy with some of the changes or not the point is that you have the power to make the decisions to go in the direction you want yeah. God does say I'll give you the desires of your hearts yeah. so what are the desires of your hearts? What is the things you've been dreaming of and wanting to do? You don't have to quit your job tomorrow and then start that thing. Do this. Do this thing here and have your job here to pay your bills. And if this, if you can monetize this, great. And let do this. If you can't monetize this, it's just a hobby. Great. Do your hobby, but make the steps to do those things. If you just want to be, you know, a spin class instructor because you love exercise and you love waking up early and you've got all this. Then just go do it. If you you know if you're if you're just volunteering, then great, volunteer at spin class. If if you can you know get people to pay a subscription to 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 do your spin class, great, do it. But just move towards the things that make your heart jump and leap, and then let God uh, work out the details as you go. Yeah. So don't be scared. Just go ahead and um, realize that change is in the air. And that it's okay to move forward in some of these areas of change. Have peace as you go forward and um, just feel free to go ahead and take the plunge. We really feel like that there's an opportunity, there's an, um, an added benefit, like a, a wind behind your sails to move you forward as you go. Yeah. So uh, capitalize on this, you know, feeling. This, what, this is what God is doing on the earth. He's bringing change. So go ahead and realize that this means change for your personal life as well and that things that you may have been putting on the back burner or um, 
dreams that you've been holding out on, then go ahead and move forward with those. We're also, just so you know, we are also seeing it in our, um, our personal life as far as our um, emotions or different things. Like you might be feeling change in, yeah. you know, like, okay, I need to stop this. You know, like I need to forgive this person. Yeah. I need to, you know, whatever those kinds of things are. You know, like <clears throat> any, if you're seeing like a pocket of fear flare up or something like that, like, you know, okay, well, I didn't used to get freaked out about doing my bills, but now I am. So now you're seeing a pocket of fear. If something gets highlighted like that, then yeah. that's an opportunity for you to take that as, okay, let's go ahead and change this now. So be looking for any kinds of things right. like that that are cropping up. We're seeing things like that where we're going, oh, this is showing its head. Let's get rid of this. We yeah. don't want this in our home life anymore. So, you know, for us, like we've already been talking about, we don't want a messy house. And so we're implementing changes for us to have a clean house and um, for our days to run smoother by having more, more order. So whatever those changes are for you, do it. Do it. Do it. Jump in. Get her done. Don't wait any longer. That's it. So that's, that's it. the topic. Um, are we doing the marriage month? I think that we're going to be talking relationships here coming up soon. Yeah. So Perhaps starting next week, but maybe next after. Next week. I thought we were going to start next month. Next month. For marriage. No? Marriage month. Apparently Might. I wasn't at the board meeting this morning. <laughs> Might just do it. So, yeah, we want to spend a couple weeks. If you want to send in some topics for, hey, you know, my marriage could Yeah, April. We're going to do this. marriage month in April. All, all four weeks of Wednesday nights here on Facebook Live will be on marriage. So if you have some ideas about marriage that you'd like or some topics that you'd like to hear us talk about, questions, any of that thing, please message them to us. You know, put them uh, on a private message where you can just put them on the on the Family Faith page, uh, fan page on Facebook, and we'll get those, and we, we, we will. We'll, we'll hit some of those topics, and, and we're going to have fun doing that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of good things to be said about encouraging each other in our relationships, and so that's something yeah. we definitely care about. We've got a lot of practice. So we're going <laughs> to we practice We're giving so you the heads much. up a little earlier. It's, it's kind of normal what we do here. Um, but in April for the four weeks in April, I think it's four weeks. It might be five, but anyway, whatever it is, we'll, uh, we'll be doing marriage and we're saying that because we'd like your guys' input. What would you like to hear us talk about? What are the topics you want us to touch on? And, and we'll definitely do that. Yeah. Sounds good. We'd love to have your participation. Thanks for joining. We are, uh, Skip Swiger on all the social medias, even my email, skipswiger at gmail.com. And his password is... And my password is... He has no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what my password is. Um, so I am Skip Swiger on all the social medias. Beth is Beth Swiger on all the social medias. Thank you for joining. Thank you, for some of you, for sharing these videos. Uh, we've had several hundred views every week. It's been climbing, so it's been a lot of fun to see how many people are... Yeah, we love your participation. In. Always feel free to comment. It's just fun. It makes it more fun when you guys are hanging out with us. And yeah. um, when I get your comments or your recipe ideas. Recipe ideas. <laughs> your favorite Beth books in the comments. Beth does this on Wednesdays every week it's so she can get recipe ideas. It's all about food and books for me. <laughs> a little bit of marriage and family stuff. A little bit of God. Uh, no. Good stuff. <laughs>
This has been the Shape Your Family podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. There are lots of ways you can connect with us online. Go to shapeyourfamily.com where you'll find helpful tips and links to our social media. Remember, your family life is important and what you do each day matters. When you shape your family, you shape the world.